You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Inside the Monster with Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. Welcome back to episode 37 of the official Red Sox podcast, Inside the Monster, presented by Odyssey, with myself, Steve Peralt, and Joey Capone. The Boston Red Sox got swept by the Toronto Blue Jays at Fenway Park. Yeah, they did. They have won one game in the last two weeks. Hell yeah, they did. And Joey, the only good news is that you and I were at the David Ortiz Hall of Fame induction <laughs> ceremony. Every other Red Sox bit of news stank. The only good news is something else happened. That had nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with the games that are going on. How are you feeling, G? I'm I mean, sure you're feeling great. Oh Yeah, I was actually it's so grateful that you asked. Um, Dude, how awesome that this is going on at the same time. Can you imagine if we were just sitting at home watching this oh and this my wasn't God. going on? I feel so bad for the Sox fans that are just sitting at home watching this just on the couch alone in the dark. Yeah. Just watching 28-5 to five ball games. You know who I feel bad for? We did the series preview on Thursday, and I kind of alluded to the fact that if you're a Sox fan and you like going to the old ball yard— Maybe just sit that series out because it's like 95 degrees. There's a chance it goes poorly. You're facing some studs that have your number, and they did in this series. And that's exactly what happens. It's like, okay, it goes poorly. Joey, if if I, I hate saying gun to your head. Gun to your head. That's such an overused water, phrase. But, what's the one we did before? Water balloon yeah, over water your balloon, head. Squirt gun at your head. Squirt gun at your head. Water balloon potentially ready to be dropped on your dome. Yep. If someone had asked us, what do you think is going to happen in this upcoming series? Because we didn't do like game predictions. I was like, please win the series, but I really didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, uh, I think we would have pretty convincingly said, yeah, they're going to lose the series. I wouldn't have said they're going to get swept. I No, I mean, I, I had some faith. I did. I had hope. Um, you had faith in the sweep for the Blue Jays? <laughs> uh, no, well, we also, I mean, we didn't know Rafi was going to go on the I.L. We didn't know J.D. wasn't going to play. Yeah, like, that's we, a huge part of this. figured that's Story was probably good to come back. So, like, you didn't know what the lineup was going to look like there. You also didn't know Bayo was getting the start in Game 3. So, I felt confident before I saw the lineups. But, uh, I mean, just from lineups alone, I think you could look at all three games and, and guess what happened. Yeah. No, I think the— Maybe not guess that, like, the, the no. run differential over the series was, like, 88 or whatever it was. It was 1,000 to 1, I think, was the official think, run yeah. differential. But, yeah, I mean, we'll break it down. We'll, we'll start with Friday. I know 
the the title of the show is about Poppy. I know Joey and I was the last leg of the ITM road trip in Cooperstown. Right now we're at a road stop. Uh, no, we're, know, we're in Cooperstown. We're, right? <laughs> right? Yeah, right, right. right. What do you think <laughs> of this view of Cooperstown we're looking at right now? I think this view of Cooperstown is incredible. Look at that. Um, we definitely didn't get pushed back because of a huge rainstorm. But, yeah, it's it was a really fun weekend, but... Let's we got to talk about what's going on with the Red Sox. Uh, it's the official show. It is absolute chaos right now. I think the best way to describe it is you and I coming back from this road trip. Yeah. I mentioned this before. It's the childish Gambino, uh, that that dude. The mm. what's his? Is it Glover? Donald Glover? Donald Glover. It's a Donald Glover gif it's where he's community. walking back in. Yeah, yeah, community. He's walking back in with pizzas and the place is on fire. Like that's that's what I feel like uh, coming back to Boston. From Cooperstown is going to be like considering Coming they just back got with all your souvenirs and guys look I, I got dude, a new glove well, and I got a Joey ball. I'm just going to say this I'm going to say this and this is a this is a big compliment I'm about to give out to you oh, damn. that right. we just did a lot of travel yeah. we went to New York we went to Los Angeles across the country we were moving all around LA for all those events came back home. Had a not even really a chill day because we did the series preview and then I was I went, working the next day. Exactly, yeah. went to the concert. Like the weekend concert was a nice little gap of like this is so much fun. Um, but then right back to Cooperstown, a lot of you know getting a lot of content in uh, Cooperstown for the David Ortiz weekend. And I just think overall, I think we did. I, I'm just gonna pat ourselves in the back. I think we did a great job. I, I'm very, I'm very proud of what we got out there, what we accomplished, and now I'm scared. Of what we're walking back into. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, a way to like kind of turn a blind eye to it, to the games. Yes, but that's what makes it hard for me to kind of pat ourselves on the back because it's like I don't I don't know how much like I care about that at this moment. No, I had a great I care time about doing it. Yeah, I loved that everybody seemed to like the stuff. That's awesome. I would do it a million times over. I love traveling. I loved New York. I loved LA. Cooperstown was incredible. All that is to say that it served as a it, just a distraction, like you said. Like, cause I mean, dude, these. We talked at length last episode about how important the next three series were. To come out of the first one, zero and three is. I mean, literally the worst case scenario. We can't name this episode worst case scenario because that was the name of our last episode. No, I, and it, it seems like there's just a new floor, new floor, new floor. It sucks. It's it's really bad right now. Things are very very bad right now. Like I, I mentioned before, we came on this uh, program here and probably already mentioned already. Thank God for David Ortiz. Like, th- thank God we were in Cooperstown during this because this was an absolute nightmare. Friday night, uh, Joey and I get in to Cooperstown. Shout out to Joey for driving. And it's like, all right, let's 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 get settled. And we got there right around first pitch. Like, we basically got to that Cooley's Bar, which is a good setup, bar and restaurant there. Uh, mm-hmm. would definitely recommend it if you're ever in Cooperstown. And we get set up kind of in the back there. There's a nice table and a lot of TVs. All got the Red Sox game on, which is great. And, you know, sure enough, it just becomes absolute chaos, absolute madness right out of the gate. Give up a run in the first inning. It's like, all right, Red Sox are down one nothing. Give up two runs in the second inning. It's like, all right, they're down 3 nothing. Navaldi doesn't look great. Not spotting his stuff. Gave up that bomb to Chapman. That was just right down the middle. It's like, oh, okay, all right. Yeah, that's what he does. Yeah, it's like, whatever. He hits home runs even though he's not been that great this year. Not to him, I mean, Evaldi giving up home runs. That's well, they kind of, both. Kind of but Chapman's both, capable, both. and Evaldi loves giving him up. Uh, <clears> but then the third <throat> inning A meeting happens. of the minds. Exactly. It was, it was a meeting <laughs> of the home run minds. <laughs> one good, one bad. But we obviously, 
not going to break down the whole game. I mean, they they lost. There's some moments you got to mention. 28 to 5. But, Joe, yeah. you're acting like I'm just going to skip over everything. No, so, no, 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 no. The, the Duran moment, I think you and I are very passionate about this moment. So, we you, you see the ball in the air there. It was uh, whoever the hell it, hit it. A guy that I don't really like, actually. I Wasn't think he, it Yandy? It was uh, What's-His-Face. What's-His-Face hit it. Oh. And... No, who it's Tapia, 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 who I think plays at like the fifty percent all at all times, um, or at least he he comes across that way. He hits the ball in the air. By the way, he got more of that ball than I thought off the bat. Like it genuinely looked like it was just a pop up to Duran, and as a fan, it still went like three seventy. It landed on the warning track, which yeah. was like, what the hell happened there? But as a fan, off the bat, you what you have to go what do you, what you have to go by before it goes to the center field cam, the left field cam, whatever the outfield cam is the reaction of the hitter. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, oof, all right, got out of this. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. Socks are down 6 nothing. Because he like, slams the bat. I know. He immediately is just like, oh, this, this is nothing. Oh, and what an see, easy fly ball An easy catch, fly ball. You thinking. look at Duran, and it's like, oh, God, not again. Not again. It's happening again. Happened to Arroyo. It happened to Bobby. It's happening to Duran. And he loses the ball. We all know what happens. It goes over his head. And, Joey, you were on this immediately. I'll give you credit for it, that he didn't run after it. And so I'm thinking there's got to be a re- – like, there's it, – Verdu- it was probably an, a, a deceptive view where it's like, oh, no, he was actually way far away from the ball, and Verdugo was about to get there. They nope. showed the bullpen cam, like, which is right parallel to those guys, and I'm like, oh, Jaron, you got to – you got to at least do like the, the half-assed, like, oh, I'm trying, even though I know Doogie's going to beat me there. So it was a rough look. Just I mean, it was it was awful, a rough look for Jaron. You just, optics. it can't, it really can't happen. And it sucks because, you know, he came out really hot. And then, you know, you had the vaccine stuff come up and that wasn't great. Then he said, I'll be ready for the next Toronto series. And I'm probably closest with Jaron of anyone on the team. So it's like, I obviously want to see things go well. It'll be good to have him on this show mm-hmm. uh, to break down his couple years here with, with Boston. But that moment just can't happen. Uh, that just, that can't, you can't He's, just like stop and just look at the ball that I can't, I'm stunned it happened. His PR stuff is his, his optics go up and down. They yeah, really do. Yeah, yeah, it's up and down. Yeah. Cause like he'll hit 400 for a week and then like, like the vaccine stuff, like you said. And then this one, I mean, this is, this is a bad one. This is a really bad one. Cause yeah. I mean, Jerry Remy alluded to something last year to a player. You guys can go back and listen to every broadcast of every game yeah, you'll if you find want it. to. You'll find but it. I'm not going to say what player, but he he referred to a player on the Boston Red Sox and basically just called them lazy and said, like, that's a great way to make fans in Boston not like you is to yeah. come off lazy. That's like the number one thing. That was so such bad looks. Cora, though, I think Cora had like the moment of all moments after in his presser when he was asked about it. He was asked like just did you talk to Duran about it? Did you sit him down and tell him, hey, you have to go after that ball? Which, like, uh, I think he kind of knows. I think he kind of knows. I think he knew in the moment. I think the second he saw Dewey get it, he probably thought, I probably should have been there. Yeah. But Cora's answer was, like, I didn't talk to him, but I know that those guys did. I know that Verdugo did. I know yeah. that Jackie did. Yeah. And I think that carries way more weight than anything I could have said to him. And I, I mean, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. I mean, like, what could Cora have said? Hey, you got to hustle out You got to hustle there. It's like, all right, Skip. Yeah, like, you to know, know, like, your teammates are like, hey, man, I needed you there. And, like, yeah. look, why, like you that left ca- me I think, that, I think in certain scenarios that carries more weight. I if Doogie's so. like, it kind of made me look like an idiot. I had to sprint over there like my life depended on it and mm-hmm. slide after the ball. That's not my ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it sucks. I, at its core, 
And we were joking about this, like the Red Sox should just start like faking injuries around Twilight, so that Twilight can just not—it can be over, it can be dark, and then you're not losing the ball anymore. What? Can I ask you a question, yeah. please? The confidence here, okay? This is—I uh, know what you're going to ask. I think. What's you Twilight? Ask, what is Twilight? What's Twilight? It's that in between of day and night. Sunset. We can't use the word. Sunset. No, well, the sun's not really involved because it's like very low and it's below the the stand it's setting. But it, no, but it's like below the stand. When you say sunset, it's it's implied you lose it in the sun, maybe a little bit. But like, no, twi- twilight is like it's a it's really about to be. When dark. it's like purpley pinky. Yes, it's like about. Why to be would dark. it be hard to lose the ball? When not, it's I'm not saying pinky. it's purpley pinky. It's like you don't know what twilight is. I'm no. surprised. Like I've seen the movie. It's more. It's very similar to the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> essentially, it's the same thing. No, it's basically where it's like it's. If it's bright, <laughs> if it's if it's sunny, I think it's easier yeah. to see the ball because you're ready, you're in that mode, you have your sunglasses and all that. Mm-hmm. But if it's right before it's dark out, a lot of times that is the similar color to the baseball, and people players lose the ball in that. That's the best I can give you because it's that's what it is. <laughs> all right, so, fair enough. Yeah, I guess, but whatever. basically, I mean, it, it, but it, the fact that it's was it even twilight when that happened? Yeah, it was. It was like the. The third or fourth inning, so okay. yeah, All it was right. still a little bit of light. So anyway, it's and J- Jaron, I think we'll get better at this. You know, I think in the post game he was saying like, "You guys try catching ball in twilight," and I might have ran into Verdugo if he's. It's like Doogie would have been right in front of you. Like I, I, I think that's another Boston thing too. That's like you, the fans want the same thing all the time. It's they want the accountability. They want, no, I know. You it, know, it, it's the old I, school fan, but it's it's still fair to be like, hey, you know, it's it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. To in the post game be like I, I should have gone after that like it's in, in in hindsight it's a bad look and so is you know whatever is what it is gives up an inside the park grand slam which by the way it's what it is just an yeah it, yeah park it, it just made slam. it ten nothing and the game was over but in that scenario Joey and I think you would mention this to me uh, at the old Airbnb but it was you can call you can call an error on a ball that lands right you confirm that i yeah so if i was looking at the right set of rules there dude uh that whole idea that a fielder has to touch the ball for them to be charged with an error is incorrect yeah so, so like, like buckner being a famous example like that like going through a fielder's legs whether or not they touch it is an error and I, it's like the score judge can can uh, the official scorer can rule a ball routinely catchable i think is the phrase they use okay so so I, you, you guys, anyone listening, understands where I stand on this. If it's human error, that should count as an error. Like, if human mm. error was factored in, if you lost the ball, couldn't see it, like for the Arroyo one, for that one, Tapia getting a grand slam for that is an absolute joke, but and I got I, no time for it. I didn't care at all at no, that I, moment. No, I at know. At that moment, I'm, I care that it's 10 to nothing. I care that it's 10 to nothing and that nobody really looks all that beaten up about it. And I hate that the the relay home shows seven fielders in it. Like, nobody... It, it, I said to you after this game, that might have been the most embarrassing loss I've ever seen. And you it's said... got to be in the running. And your answer was, I think you can drop the word might. Well, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> yeah. Nothing else comes to mind. It, I mean, it so was just, it was it was terrible. I mean, that's 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 awful. We're not going to run through a bunch of stats here, but one did jump out to me during the game where that was the first time in Red Sox history that they came to bat in the fourth inning, trailing by twelve runs. That was fun when they were only down twelve runs. They it was got, sick. It got so ugly, and to the point where it's like you got to start doing the football tweets. Like, you got to start, yeah. oh, a couple touchdowns, two-point conversions. You got to just start having fun with it because you just got to hide the pain. It's that embarrassing. But if I'm doing the math right here, you it got 24, for you. Did it for you? 27 to 3 in the sixth 
inning. I mean, 27 to 3 in the sixth inning? What? What? Honestly, if you're a Sox fan, they only gave up one run the last three innings, Joey. Like, that's pr- they, they bared down. And, and you know who was on the mound. Yeah, of course I know who was on the mound. Yolmer Sanchez. It was my guy, Yolmer. Honestly. Which, by the way, may I just say, I love position field, position players pitching. Yeah, yeah. That's got to be the most underwhelming <laughs> person to have on the mound. I know. Moment. It's like, you want Doogie, you want JBJ, you I want know. whoever. It's like, get Yolmer's Verdugo. on the mound. Like, what are we doing? Verdugo's got to get a chance, yeah. right? Like, I we mean, finally get a position player on the mound, and it's Yolmer. Yeah. God well, bless two, him. Two things I want to mention, and this is just going to be Homer Steve, but I don't care. All right. The two things that are the most lowest hanging fruit ever, but the simpletons on Twitter will like it because they're simpletons and losers and have no sense of creativity okay. uh, and understanding of like how this stuff goes. The people, and I've said it before, but oh my God, if they play Sweet Caroline, I'm going to lose my mind. Breaking news, they're going to play Sweet Caroline. They do it every game. It's a friggin' song. Who cares? I lose my mind, Joey. Over the if they do it, if they play Sweet Caroline when they're down twenty four, I'm gonna. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna yeah, do? They're gonna play it eighty games I'm, this I'm year. I'm gonna yeah, leave yeah, yeah. this twenty seven to three game. Like good, good for you. Those people suck. Shut up. I am so sick of the. Uh, can I you bet believe? I can guess. I bet I can guess what the other one is. Can then, you too. believe they played? Yes, I can. It's every game. I don't like Sweet Caroline. I'm sick of it as well. But they play it, and there's people that go there once a year, and they want to hear it and go, bah, 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 whatever, shut up. Anyway, second one. Every game, Joey. Proposal. There's a proposal. There's a proposal. There's a proposal. So I saw John Boy Media, our, new, everywhere. our new best friends at John Boy, yeah, yeah. Uh, that were like, OMG, like, this can't be serious. Guy proposed when they were down 24. It can be serious because he paid bank for that, I would and assume. And he scheduled it a year in advance. Yeah, so you think he knew the Jays were going to come to town and win 28 to 5? Like, he didn't just oh say, my oh my God, God, we're on the big screen. I have the ring in my pocket. Yeah. This would be a great moment. Actually, to- like, he's looking at the camera guy. No, no, we're getting crushed. Like, I'm not going to propose. So, had a couple That's of my Yankee so fan funny. friends texting me, like, is this real? Is this Photoshop? It's every game. So every shut game. up with that. One game. thing, though, it's the curse of Sidney Sweeney. The Red Sox, I want to find out the exact total that they've gotten outscored since Sidney Sweeney threw out the first pitch. Um, I disagree. There was a <laughs> Barstool tweeted something that was like, oh, like since Sidney Sweeney came on the mound, they haven't looked the same. Uh, do you want to look at before Sidney Sweeney no, came no, on the mound? I, I wasn't saying that was funny. It was funny when they initially tweeted, and who knows if this was like. I don't think it was Coley. I don't know oh, who would yeah, have tweeted yeah, it, but it, it probably about. wasn't in turn. But, like, Sox may never lose again. Sydney Sweeney threw the first pitch. I'm like, that's all they're going to do is lose again. Like, they've, they've only lost <laughs> yeah, since the first 12-0, pitch. I want to see. So it was tweet. what? It's uh, 32 to 6 <laughs> after Saturday. And then what do we got here? Got to get updated on this. 40 40 to 10. <laughs> 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 they got outscored 40 to 10 in this series, the Red Sox. So. Yikes! Yeah, yeah. Yikes! Yeah, that's I know. I think 30. I think Sydney had tweeted out like, you know, you could have thrown me in there, which is a classic. It's probably her PR team. That's a classic. Like, let's funny, let's funny, get funny, some funny, likes funny. out of this. But, dude, that game Friday was nuts. At least we were uh, we were at the Cooperstown Distillery, um, mm-hmm. and 
it was they had the good poppy drinks there and like the vibes I, were nice and mm-hmm. whatever. That I was think fun. that helped us along, but I think everybody, just judging off Twitter, like stopped caring. I think everybody was like, Look, this game is a wash. I wanna see history, I wanna see position players pitching, I wanna see numbers on a scoreboard that I've never seen before. I want this game to end sixty to two. Yeah. I want I don't know. I want I want something crazy. I want Alex Cora to sign a one day contract and Cora get into pitch. the game. Yeah, that like, would be hilarious if after a certain score the manager can just start tossing balls. I feel like there might be a rule for something like that. You run out. I mean, players, Kevin Cash throws win? batting practice, so that's the same thing. Yeah, that's the exact same uh, thing. I so I feel like everybody was rooting for that up until the end when like okay, the Sox might hold them off from thirty. I wanted to hold them off from thirty. Yeah, but that I mean, a lot can be said about Cora's decision to keep. Major league pitchers on the mound throughout the entirety of a twenty-four run ball. Game. I genuinely think he didn't want to give up the record. I really I, think that. I I know that that's probably what it is, and I so don't agree with it because there's there's two more games against no, I the know. Blue Jays. I know that come in the two following days. You lost the game, dude. You're down twenty plus runs. I don't Put even Verdugo on the mound. Like, call it, call it. No, it's I, over. I, Joey, I got you. I I just there are things we can disagree with, but still understand. Like like disagree with the decision and still. I still get where the headspace is at. Like, I don't know if Cora during the game. I mean, he he knows the game very well. He probably knows the record is thirty. I think it was the uh, the Rangers against the Orioles or something. Uh, yeah. Like whatever, twelve years ago. But there is a certain point where I think it's like, let's not make the worst history ever and give up the most runs. I mean, that's the thing. There's a lot of stats that we talk about that are so stupid, and that are like, well, the Red Sox in home games. Under this like right. ownership, when the wind's blowing from the west, it's like just but most if you just give up game. the most runs in a game ever, that is like <laughs> first off the easiest stat to say, just most runs ever given up in a MLB game. That is a there's no like you know qualifiers or any of that garbage. I I genuinely think it was a hey let's you know let's avoid this. I don't know if he'd ever say that or or if that was definitely the reason, but it kind of felt like it when you only had one inning of a position player pitching when you're down by 22-plus runs for, like, four or five innings. I can't believe they lost 28-5. I, I mean, five. I get it. I, I understand it. I understand it. Don't agree with it. Yeah, that's fair. But that's fine. I, I, it's just, it, I just can't, like, that was so embarrassing. But again, Joey, we're going to keep on. saying this this show, that it lightens the pain a little bit when you're in beautiful Cooperstown on Main Street. We're the getting, people listening to this are probably not in Cooperstown this weekend. No, I know, but I'm saying for uh, it's it, all it, that matters is us. Yeah. So like we we were in Cooperstown, and it sucks for you guys. Yeah, it sucks but. for you guys. But it was like it was way easier for us. No, I mean it sucks. Everything everything with the series sucks. Game two, I gotta say, and this is something that I am I'm excited for this week to have the most accurate and real and live reactions to these games as possible. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing these, like, oh, boo-hoo us, we're on this road trip. But, like, when you're doing these remote, you know, events that happen when the games happen, we're doing our best to follow along, but the connection in Cooperstown kind of sucks. Trying to watch on the phone. Some of the bars have the games. Some of them don't. Most of them don't, which is a little nuts. But um, the Saturday game was hard. To, it was really hard to keep track of. And not a lot happened. But one thing we wanted to talk about was that manoa Dahlbeck exchange. Saw it was I feel like you know breaking that down like the Zapruder film. Saw it, the tweet where it was finally or the video where it was like, oh, okay, so Manoa was a little hyped up after the strikeout because he struck out Bob after he gave up a homer. Bob said some words to Manoa. Manoa then said some words back. At the end of the day, it was kind of much ado about nothing. Initially, it looked like Manoa was just really flipping out and yelling at Bob, which is like, whoa, calm down, dude. But it seemed like Bob. Had said some choice words to Manoa. 
Manoa returns the favor as he's going to the dugout, and then whatever that that was that. But either way, it's we got a train coming oh, through. Oh my god! In Cooperstown, we got a train wow, coming. Wow, the downtown in. Cooperstown train. Wow, I never thought I'd see the downtown Cooperstown train. That oh, was and nuts. Oh, there goes all the Hall of Famers on it. Wow. Is that Boggs? Was that Pedro? Wow. Yikes. Moose. Look at this. That was awesome. That's crazy. Yeah, that's Cal. Cal Rickman. Okay, wow. Oh that God. was crazy. Oh, dude. You it's know like what the I Polar Express just drops you off at your, at your <laughs> town. What's up? You know what I did want to talk about? Um, in uh, Not the Red Sox. Were not you, but real Sox quick, real quick, though, yeah, like, about game two. To, with the Bob Manoa thing. Did, I didn't see uh, the Toronto broadcast that you yeah. told me about where you can see that Bob actually, like, says something said before stuff Manoa and then Alex just says freaks stuff. out. Yeah. Because Nesson did make it look like Manoa struck him out and then was like, yeah, sit down. And it's like, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. It's like, easy. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's Bobby Dahlbeck, dude. At the like, end, end of the day, you, though, it's, it's like Manoa's still, you know, and, and Bob should be the- saying something. But no, it's like, let's... You're striking out Bobby Dahlbeck, who strikes out just to stay in shape. Like, let's not, like, get all jazzed up. Bobby's going to run into some solo shots, like... I thought, I thought yeah. that was all much ado about nothing, and both guys should have just relaxed. Like it's not it's not that serious. I think that was like really the the biggest takeaway from game two. Yeah, it was it was nothing just another, really happened. It kind of just another sucky game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, recovering from the day before. I mean, the lineups in this in this whole series were ugly. It was ugly. It, it wasn't doesn't great. look like it's not the Boston Red Sox that are out there. It wasn't great. So, um, one thing. I mean, you said it. Uh, on the on the drive over here. Well, I mean the walk over here across Cooperstown. Yeah, we're in Cooperstown Plaza, New York. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, the people complaining about the lineups and like putting that like on Heim oh my and God. trying to put Heim on the hot seat and saying like, oh, like, hey, nice lineup, Heim. It's it's. Dude. I'm just gonna call call him or her out. I think it's him. Boston Sports Info Twitter account. Yeah, I mean, there's other people too. But I'm just, this is the one I saw. Heim, look at the lineup we're left to put out there again today. What in the world are we doing? And like screenshots the lineup. It's like, what what are you talking about? Let's go through some names here. Yeah. JD Martinez, Rafael Devers, Kike Hernandez, Trevor Story, Chris Sale, James Paxton, Christian Arroyo. Arroyo, If we're just uh, talking lineup, though, if we're talking hitters, like, if you're talking hitters, you're missing Story, you're missing JD, you're missing Devers, Arroyo when he gets going can really help you. Um, you're missing guy. I mean, Franchi obviously is just falling off the face of the earth, but you're missing core lineup guys. You're like, Heim, what the hell? When these guys go to the IL, how are you not bringing in all-stars to replace them for the two weeks that they're out? Like, it's, it's a moronic tweet, and I hate... And that's not if a- you're going to get upset at Heim, it's like, pick the bullpen, pick the closer, pick rotation depth. To pick out the lineup, yeah. that's, they've had like the best offense for the majority of the season. Just shut up with that. It's it's misled anger, and it's misdirected frustration that the people that are the naysayers, just it's easy for them just to do, I'm, I'm this, I'm that. Pick things that actually have consistently been issues, and I don't have a problem with it. But if you're going to call out the lineup when you got some of your biggest boppers and Rafael Devers who's an MVP candidate out, you're a dope. You're a dope. One of the hottest offenses in baseball when they're going. So absolutely no sense to be like, it's terrible when they're hurt. This lineup sucks. Because you're playing the Woo Sox, brother. The Woo Sox are up. God. So uh, anyway, anywho, anyhow, the the series sucked, man. I think I'm kind of done talking about it. I don't really want to talk about it. I mean, game three was awful, too. 
It was. Game three wasn't wasn't we uh we were at the poppy thing and somebody the came induction. over to us. The induction is called Shout out to everybody that came up and was yeah. uh just kind of shooting the breeze. That was Very great. Nice Talked to people. a lot of folks that listened to the podcast, said nice words. Uh shout out to you guys. That was that was really cool. Uh shout out to Tim, by the way. Hung shout out with to Tim at Cooley's, he was super yeah. nice. And um yeah, Kevin. A lot of folks were just like great, and it was. A lot of folks. A lot oh, of Emily, folks by the way. Emily, I remember we yeah. we paired yeah. her up with her bro- uh, boyfriend on Section Ten. That was great. Um, so yeah, it was it, that part of the weekend was great. But, but yeah, the, this but this the guy. Moment, that, I know what I'm talking about. I know we were in line to get a water to go sit down to get our spot, watch the game, to watch the game before the induction <laughs> the, starts. Okay, okay. What? Well, watch the game on our phones before the induction yeah, starts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I remembered the word induction. It's on my T-shirt. It's on my shot glass. It's on my hat. Yeah, yeah. Um. Dude comes up and he's like, hey, I don't want to ruin your guys' day, but it's 5-0 in the first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, that's so funny that you didn't want to ruin my day because you actually just did. That definitely did. So that's, that's going to be awesome. I'm going to be thinking about that the whole time. The Pedro's up there like, oh, me and Poppy, I love you, Tech. Yeah. All these memories. Pedro's da, da, da. up there. And yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. looking at Pedro Martinez. Yeah, and I'm doing just his thinking, induction speech. They're about to get swept. They're about to get swept. <laughs> they're going to be 0-11-1 at the trade deadline against AL East opponents. And yeah. they're going to get swept coming out of the gate into the second half. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm I want to just talk about Poppy. Do you have anything else on this series? Yeah, last thing. Yeah, yeah, last yeah. thing. And I and we're not, you know, this is it for stats. I know you could do a million after that series. But this was eye-opening, Joey. So, five-game losing streak for the Red Sox. A combined score of 67 to 13 in these series against the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Uh, well, in this, I, I suppose in that stretch, that's what that means in the last five games, because the Sox did somehow win that first game against the Yankees in New York. That is a minus fifty-four run differential, the worst in any five-game span for any MLB team in the last one hundred and twenty-one years since nineteen oh one. In the history of the Red Sox, no MLB team has been beaten up this bad in a five-game span. There's been so many bad teams. Yeah. Over that stretch, yeah. like no, endlessly no bad. No Orioles team, no, no Nationals team. The Royals had some terrible ones. The Pirates had some terrible. Yeah, ones. The Pirates. Tigers, the Tigers didn't do that. You're killing me. The Tigers didn't the Tigers do that. Didn't do that. Oh, the Tigers. <laughs> but I just, dude, this is so. It's so bad. Thank um, you for for including that stat because uh, that made me feel a lot better. No, it's that just I mean you better. need to you need to be negative when it's when it's historically bad and, and that it is that it is. So that's where we're at with that series against the Jays. It was absolutely terrible. But Joey and I are ready to talk about the David Ortiz induction ceremony Hall of Fame weekend, and that is coming up right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All righty, we are back on episode 37 of Inside the Monster. Our mics probably sound a little bit different. We're using backup mics now because the other ones actually got stolen. Cal Ripken Jr. came up out of nowhere yeah. and was like, give me those. And he like he just ripped them out of our hands and then ran away. That was weird. Well, lucky for you, you got Cal. Cali took mine, dude. Yeah, and she, yeah, I mean, she made off like a bandit out of here. But luckily, dude, uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, luckily, bro. bro, our production crew had backup mics. Yeah, there we so, go. I mean, beautiful studio they got set up for us here on Sunny Main Street in yeah. Cooperstown, New York. Oh, we got to get out. Oh gosh, <laughs> I'm I'm shutting that <laughs> yeah, character yeah. down immediately. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Joey, it's your first time to Cooperstown. Uh, yeah. And I am very curious of just your overall reactions to being in what I would consider. My favorite place on the planet. I kind of think it sucked. Uh, no, right, that'll do it. <laughs> no, dude, it's crazy that it's not in a theme park. That place yeah. feels like a designated land of like Disney World. Like, there's like Fantasyland, there's Adventureland, there's Baseball Land, mm. and it's Main Street of Cooperstown. It doesn't feel like a place that you can just drive into and pay for a, a spot at a parking meter, dude. It's very strange that it exists, and very strange that it's an island in the middle of nothing mm. winding back roads to get there and then just this like oasis in the middle of a forest desert that is this like lake town with only baseball stores and like legends the best the game has ever seen that come there every year it's it's pretty crazy it honestly the majority of the time i'm in cooperstown you kind of feel like you're dreaming a little bit like it, it feels like it's not real like the the sun's always hitting you pretty good main street is just like dreamy it's as a baseball fan the nostalgia see i love nostalgia i love like the throwback stuff you travel into a different time when you're at cooperstown i don't know if it feels like the 60s or around there but it's just like old-timey baseball vintagey mixed with Oh, if you're lucky enough, like we were, to, to have one of your favorite players of all time getting the best, highest honor they can get, that's the base of the weekend. And on top of that, you have the actual Hall of Fame going through, seeing all the cool items and all the you know artifacts they have in there from some of the greatest players in the history of the greatest game of baseball. So I just, I love everything about it. Uh, I love being down there on the lake at that, that restaurant there. I'm glad we got to do that today. And... It's just, it, you just really can't be beat. Like, the vibes are so great. People are in great moods. You have a lot of Red Sox fans that are that are there uh, for the Pedro 115 and now Poppy in, in 22. That's and the thing about a solo induction, too. I know. It's See, only right, Sox fans. We got to talk about this. Because that's what it was. We it gotta, was a solo Joey, induction. We got to talk about this. It was a solo induction. So, there were like six other people that got inducted to the Hall of Fame. People that are deserving. De- Bud yep. Fowler, Gil Hodges. Deserving. Mini Messina? Mini 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 Messino. Mini Mini Musaco got in. All right. Let me just get this gripe out of the way. Like, yes, deserving. Yes, 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 yes. You can have the Veterans Committee. You can have the Old Timers Committee. You can have the Beep Boop Bop Committee. You can have all the committees you want. That's how R2D2 got in. I was going to say. People, people community yeah, has been very the quiet. The people Pop Committee got C-3PO and R2-D2 in the same year, which was very controversial. Uh, they thought they should spread them out. But, so, I honestly... It just it just drove me a little nuts that David Ortiz is on the program at the same size as these other people that, like, 
have taken like 30, 40, 50 years to get in. And it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't. I'm just getting it. We're honest on this show. It doesn't feel right that this is supposed to be really only Poppy's weekend. I know. And and it had to, you know, we were sitting out there baking in the sun as we have like nieces and nephews and cousins of these people that we have and haven't really heard of. And, you know, talking for 40 minutes and it's like it just didn't as a baseball fan. As someone that understands, you know, how this all works and trying to read the room, you got 34s all over the place. Yep. You got Dominican flags all over the place. You got just poppy diehards all over the damn place. Mm-hmm. And it took like two and a half hours to get to the Ortiz speech. And it just felt like it should have been more of a poppy-centric weekend. It's my gripe of the week. I understand. I mean, I'm totally with you. Dude, exactly zero people were there for anyone other than David <laughs> I didn't Ortiz. see I didn't see a single no jersey one. shirt of anyone else no one. but David Ortiz. And you're totally right about the like it was supposed to be his cuz like when you know the initial voting ends it's like wow Poppy's the only one yep. inducted this yep. year. Yep. Well, and these other guys and he's also going to be just like build alongside them. It's like dude, I Ugh. I looked all over for just a t-shirt that had just like Poppy Hall of Fame, and it was like you could buy a David Ortiz T-shirt, or you can buy an induction T-shirt that With has the whole everyone class on equally it. on there. And it's like that's not what this is, and I know that this could probably come across a little bias and whatever, but I'm gonna I don't stand care. true I don't and care. say I'm gonna say I don't think it is because I think if Derek Jeter was yep. uh, inducted alone and then seven other you know, old timers were put alongside there with him, I would say no. Like this is it's supposed to be just him. You, you know, have a separate have a separate. Ceremony later in the day or the next day. Or just day, have a different or... ceremony. Like, there's Hall of Fame in Cooperstown has this weekend, and then the other ones are pretty spread out in terms of, like, who's there. Like, this is the obviously the big weekend. And if you had another weekend for people that make it in on the Veterans Committee and, you know, invite all their close and maybe distant friends and make that a thing, no one's going to be upset about that. Like, I, I genuinely think mm-hmm. people would understand that if it's been, like, 30 years... And you're then getting into the hall, like that's probably going to be treated a little differently than first ballot Hall of Famer, legend from the Dominican Republic, David Ortiz, the three-time World Series. Like, please, these are not equal things. No. So I don't think it should be treated equally on Hall of Fame weekend. And it's, I don't want to sound too salty. It's just that, like, to your point with Jeter, you had, you had Jeter weekend, mm-hmm. you had Mariano weekend. You're telling me Yankee fans aren't going to be a little salty or, like, feel a certain type of way that they're baking in the sun for three hours, mm-hmm. listening to speeches that are from people that they don't even know of relatives? It's, it's, anyway, whatever. I'm going to I'm gonna play devil's advocate to my own point that I made to you earlier. <laughs> yeah. I said to you earlier, like, well, you couldn't really do that because then think of how short this would be. Like, you're setting up all these tents and, like, you know, these Wouldn't chairs be that and, short. and whatever. Like, oh, it would be, you'd be out here for an hour. But... Tell me you couldn't make a three-hour presentation out this of, isn't of about, Big Poppy. But this isn't about three hours. I think that's exactly their rationale, though, is what I'm saying. That's exactly why it's I not. think the rationale is they want to make it, if you make the hall, you get treated like every other Hall of Fame member. I think they don't want to do, like, the, oh, priority in the hall. It's like, once you make it through these gates, you know, you're part of, they even said this, that you're part of the most important team of your life, and that's the Hall of Fame team. But just corny as hell. But like, and trust me, I love the Hall of Fame. This is not me like hating on the Hall of Fame. I I hate the constant steroid discussion and all this stuff. I love the Hall of Fame. I love Cooperstown. It's my favorite place. But the normal way to get inducted and the Veterans Committee and all that are not 
similar things. They are not no. equal. So, but anyway. when, when, once Poppy finally did give a speech, though, it was incredible. Okay, it was incredible. Okay. It was a great speech. I think he touched up on everything. I know you pointed out he did not mention Bobby Valentine. I did not think it was so funny. I didn't think well, he I mean, would. It, he was like my only two managers after that's what it was. after Grady Little yeah. was Tito and John Farrell. I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean it's it's everybody uh, felt a certain way about Bobby Valentine, and yeah. it's pretty public knowledge. But yeah, I I thought the speech was great. I thought he could have talked about Pedro more. It's only a minute on Pedro. I think I was, he could have talked about the twins a little less. A little less, a <laughs> little more Pedro. Um, yeah. I understand, you know, that was where he got his start. I mean, he was yeah. in Seattle and then Minnesota and then Boston. But it's just Poppy is so larger than life. And he's this like almost like mythical creature that when you see him and like when you like dap him up and stuff and when you're really yeah, tight yeah, with yeah, him, when that, yeah. it just kind of you just get kind of stunned. You get kind of dazed of like how different he is from us like this guy is at a almost unreachable level but he was very very complimentary he wasn't really patting himself on the back much in this speech like it was very you know this person meant so much to me and this person meant so much to me and not the obvious names mm-hmm. he, he gave a lot of props to what people minor that, we, league that we don't even coach, know yeah yeah I, I thought that was cool that he gave a lot of props to folks that we've never even heard of it- and the whole thing, I thought it was the right length. I thought yeah, it was great. I, it seemed like he dwelled on his speech thinking, like, who really got me here? Yeah. Like, who yeah. really made me into the player that I was? And, like, like aside from the work that he put in and the whatever, like, who inspired him, who whatever. He had this awesome quote um, about, was it spring training with the Sox? Yeah, Grady Little. Yeah, well, it was Grady Little that said. Yeah, that said Gr- Grady, said, yeah Grady Little was basically like, Poppy tried to move a runner over in his first A.B. in spring training with the Sox in 03. And Grady Little was like, like, listen, buddy, like, we're you're not here to move guys over. You're here to drive them in. And and I like how he said, and the, the rest was history. Yeah, that was, <laughs> was like, like the one little flex. Uh, yeah, I know, had, but yeah. that's okay. I, yeah, I think you could have, like I, he could have had more flexes, but um, yeah, I just thought overall it was a really good speech. I thought it could have been hotter. I've been at uh, induction ceremonies <laughs> that year. Oh, it could have been. <laughs> Don't talk about the speech. It didn't really turn me on. Yeah. It was my only thing that I. My one issue is like. <laughs> that sounded so dumb. I phrased that terribly. It could have been hotter. It could have been like there was this one night at Fenway where they did the Ooh. chains and I was feeling sexy. And no. Pedro. <laughs> like, and Pedro when I was getting out of the... No, okay. So I I honestly... I've been at five of these now. First one in 2000 with Carlton Fisk. Yeah. And then saw Pedro and Griffey and some of these other guys. And there have been some where you literally feel like you're going to faint. But these are still so hot. And that's why I get back to the length of the ceremony. Where if it was just Poppy and you had a separate ceremony for these other people, not a single soul is going to complain if that's an hour and you have maybe Pedro speak or a couple other people speak and then Poppy speaks. I think that would be totally fine. But that's the only real thing I would tweak. Um, Again, got to see a lot of people out there that listened to the show and took pics and uh, were shooting the breeze and everything. And it was great. It was a Hall of Fame weekend goes by fast, though. Like Mm -hmm. even if you get here on Friday. That first night just gets settled. We were at an Airbnb that was only like a half hour away. Really easy trip. Um, so that that worked out well. It's always so hard to get a place anywhere near Cooperstown. you got to book that like four or five years in advance. But, yeah, it was it was very few complaints from me. I thought it was awesome. And the Hall of Fame, the actual Hall of Fame, mm. they could definitely add a few more items. I think I hadn't been there in five years, and it mm. felt very similar to my last trip there. Mm-hmm. The poppy stuff they had was cool. His last All-Star game cleats, all of his rings world series jersey from 04 some really cool poppy items there but i would probably 
I'd update some of the some of the items. We were trying to find the Hank Aaron 715th home run ball. Mm-hmm. And they had like 712, 713, 714, 716. So I was, I'm like, where's where's the actual one? But they mm-hmm. used to have the Barry Bonds 73rd home run ball with the asterisk on it, and that's not there anymore. So there are a couple of items that I would like to see that aren't in there. Yeah, I mean, you are a returning customer, though. I mean, I don't know how much of their uh, aim is for returning people versus... It's probably aimed at first-timers. Yeah, because as a first-timer, I mean, we spent... I don't know what, like two hours in there, hour and a half, hour and a half. Yeah, Yeah. I could have spent triple that. I I feel like you like to read stuff more. I'm kind of like the oh, saw it, took a picture, moving on. (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's a museum. You're supposed to stop and read. I'm a visual. I'm not. I don't like reading. I uh, I've made that clear over the years. (laughs) But I'm not sure you know how to read. I'm pretty sure this. That's a couple times today. You've made me think that you don't know how to read. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, I I. Could have I could have stayed in there forever, man? Like reading every little passage. I could have just, li- just, just be living there now. I mean, <laughs> we got the news that Devers is going on the IL while we were there. Mm. I had that bummer tweet about like, there's a chance that Bogey and Devers yeah, played their yeah. last I game just wasn't together. Ready to go there, and yeah. I mean that's that's what was going through my head while I was there. I actually got nauseous. And I wanted to just like go outside, and uh, I mean it was it was terrible, terrible timing. I want to go back really bad and just like. Uh, I'm go inside like without having to keep pace with anybody, um, and that's not like at you. It's just like I have that pressure on myself. I'm like I'm no. with somebody; they're trying to move, so I got to keep up with them. We could try I doing really that in the off season. Like, we could try. Doing I just want to go there and like really soak it all in. But uh, I mean, so many crazy things. I'm a big early baseball guy, like mm. like 1800s baseball. Really early. I yeah. love that stuff. So anything they used to, they that used has, to play with an apple. As the ball, they used to, pl- yeah, and they'd use uh, their their mother's leg as the bat, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the, and there were no rules. It was just you eat apples yeah. in the field, yeah. and if, if you if you field it correctly, then you get the whole apple, and then they bring a new one in. Like mm. it, it used to be crazy, and then they transition the to oranges. Yeah, well, the game used to be called picnic. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and that's why. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. It sucked. Well, I, I didn't know that until I, I didn't know that until I read it in the whole. <laughs> you didn't read anything, and you know it. Stop lying. Only you can read. Can I be honest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Only thing read. I read was the Red Sox uh, booth. Yeah, they have one for like each team. The Sox stuff was pretty cool. Could have been a little cool, but pretty cool. I was stunned. <laughs> that, I was stunned that Koji's glove got yeah. banned because it has the Japanese had, flag. on I'm it. like, that's maybe not a great look. It has the Japanese flag on it, and you can't wear it. Yeah, what's that about? What was that about? What it, is that about? What's when that they, about? When they make hats. That have the American flag on it that they all wear on. Can't have the Japanese flag. Okay, didn't know that. that. Wasn't aware. But they used to have the uh, (laughs) last out of 04 ball there, and it wasn't there. I think it's. I'm just like so caught up in like the the three items. No, but like the three items that I think I love most about the hall just aren't there anymore, and I like wanted to see them again. It's like damn. But the hall is great. Like they had uh, a lot of really good Ted Williams stuff. Too much, uh, so much Yankee stuff, but I get it. They've meant so. They've meant a lot to the history of the game. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of Yankee stuff. There's like a Yankees wing. There's, there's I, two I, Yankees wings, and there's a Babe Ruth wing. <laughs> I know the Babe Ruth wing. I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty cool. So pretty cool. cool. It's pretty cool. The fact that they just have that full Babe Ruth game used jersey there, and it's, it's like the, the mannequin uniform. is yeah, Babe man. Ruth. Yeah, like the mannequin is his size. Every time I see that. I'm just like, how? Like, how How did he wear? That was Babe Ruth? Baby Ruthie? The Colossus of Clout? Like, he wore that? So I'm blown away by that Babe Ruth haul every time. And 
Yeah, I just that, the crazy. Hall of Fame's the best. The Even Hall of as the best. you just said it, my brain's like, well, he didn't wear that one. Steve. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, <laughs> how did he wear that? He's such a mythical thing that like it's I, not a representation. It's not like oh, this is like to his exact sizes. No, this is the one we have. It. He had it on, and they have it. It's, it's the, the Hall of Fame's great. The Hall of Fame's great. If you get a, a chance to go to Cooperstown, you got to do it. Uh, Poppy getting inducted was a great distraction. The Red Sox being terrible right now, and and the trade deadline looming, and. Who knows? Everyone's got 8 million different thoughts. I think Joey and I are going to dive way more into the trade deadline stuff after this Guardian series. After this four-gamer, yeah. it's you're also we'll just going to... We'll get gonna... into it. Because like, I, I think... I want to pick your brain on what you think is going to happen. Yeah. On like Because we try not to talk about that when, when we're not rolling. But I, I really want to know what you think is legitimately going to happen. And I think that this series actually does like affect it a lot. Because yes. I think if you get swept here, I think that's an entirely different than... You know, the other way around. So I think talking about it now is a little premature. I totally get why you want to, but there are still games to be played before the deadline. There are still factors at play that, like, you can't just, you know, decide before it's decided for you. Exactly. So we're going to wrap things up here with closing thoughts. But before that, we will take a quick break on episode 37 of Inside the Monster. We are back on episode 37 of Inside the Monster, the David Ortiz Hall of Fame induction ceremony edition of Inside the Monster. Closing thoughts time. I was thinking about this, Joey. Yep. We got uh, all sorts of videos, photos. We're putting out everything on social, having a fun time this weekend. Obviously very busy, getting a lot of, uh, people are like, getting a lot of content, but we were. I. It hit me, it hit me that, wait a second, you know, who's the next Red Sox player that's going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame? And the face that popped into my head, what fa- I, I want, you, whoever's listening right now, everybody listen, everybody listening, which face, which player's face pops into your brain when you're thinking, oh, this guy's going to be the next Red Sox player inducted into the Hall of Fame? If you're thinking Rafael Devers, you are 100% correct. I think Rafael Devers is wow. going to be the next Red Sox player inducted into the Hall of Fame. You don't think Juan Soto is going to do it first? <laughs> They're going to go in the same year. It's wow. going to be crazy. Now, the biggest thing right now is going to be sick. Anyone, anyone listening, I'm saying Devers for multiple reasons. You're probably thinking Clemens. You're probably thinking Schilling. Kurt Schilling should already be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. So considering that, I'd be stunned with whether it's like the Veterans Committee, this, that, the other thing. I mean, the real answer is probably Schilling. I think he'll find a way in there because he was so close, and he told the Hall to take him off. Yeah, I think I think that's a bigger thing. I don't think I think the fact that he said no, I don't want to. No, I know. Screwed him. For I life. still think I think the real answer is Schilling. But if we're really playing this game, I'm gonna go Rafael Devers. I think he's gonna be here for the long haul. I genuinely think that. And I think he is going to be a Hall of Famer that goes in with the Boston Red Sox. Now, the other one, obviously, is uh, Roger Clemens. I don't, but that doesn't really count because it's like, you, do you do you think Red Sox when you no no I don't. I mean, I was way too young to be honest. Okay, with you, yeah, so. but I'm just it, when you look back at his career, it's like I think I'm as a Yankee. Yeah, so I, that doesn't really. So we're we're counting Clemens out for this uh, experiment. Mm-hmm. But I would go, I would go Raffy. I think that could be, and that could be a while from now, man. And I'm talking like primarily Red Sox. Like, cause there could be someone that gets in there. It's like, oh, play him. Got to remember everything. He played three years with the Red Sox. So. Okay, counterpoint. Yeah. Chris Sale. He uh, he's not there yet. Stri- 300 strikeout season two times. Mm. And currently holds the all-time record for strikeout-to-walk ratio. 
I don't think that gets you in the Hall of Fame. I, I think, think Chris Sale, as it stands right now, is in Johan like Santana category more than he is in a Hall of Fame category. King Felix, Felix Hernandez, that's another guy that would be in like the layer below Hall of Fame. I think Sale has really hurt, really, really hurt his Hall of Fame case uh, since 2018. In the last three to four years, it's just... He was uh, he was almost a guarantee to make the Hall of Fame, and now I, I don't think it's that at all. Even if he comes back, he has know, a chance. He has a chance. Let's say two more seasons. You know, not not eighteen seasons, like thirty but, wins each. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, like a one two six ERA. <laughs> yeah. Then do and you he think has he makes like it? five twenty games. Like, yeah, I would say <laughs> no. Sale has a chance. Sale has a chance, but I just think it's. I don't know. You got you got to do it for a long time, and I know he was dominant for what seven seasons. As around there, that that feels about right. Sounds Six right. seasons mm-hmm. of dominance, that doesn't get you into the Hall of Fame. So we'll see. I mean, he'll he'll have a chance, and he's still what thirty three. So sure. there, the opportunity's there. But that's my closing thought. I think Raphael Devers is going to be the next Red Sox player to make it in the Hall of Fame, even though it's probably Kurt Schilling. What do you got, Joey? <sighs> it's pouring here in uh, Cooperstown. Yeah, our studio is getting pounded getting by drilled. rain here. What's your... Uh, oh, the wives um, thing. Yeah, speaking of. This is funny. Yeah. So, on Saturday, they do a parade of all the living Hall of Famers. Uh, unless your name's Derek Jeter and you think you're too good to come what to Cooperstown bum. and see Re- your old friend David Ortiz. Retupect. Yeah. Where's the retupect? No retupect. Right? None. Uh, but anyway, it's pretty cool. Um, I wish they moved a little bit quicker. I wish that they, uh, you know, didn't space them out all too much. Because it's weird being at a parade where you're like, oh, there's Zach. Hey, Zach, okay. 90 seconds of just standing there. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit sweating, oh, by the hey, way. look. Oh, no way. It's okay. Cool. Uh, 90 seconds of standing there. <laughs> so the guys next to us uh, <laughs> found a way to keep themselves busy during that 90 seconds of downtime. And that was Googling <laughs> the, the, the wife's name <laughs> of the next, like, upcoming player. So, you know, I don't know. Give me. That's a goose sausage is coming. Yeah. He's like, all right, goose is coming. Quick. Like, look, look up his wife. It's Kelly. I think it's Kelly. <laughs> Kelly. 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 Like, that was and funny, man. And it took five, six, seven, eight people until they, like, one got the crowd on board because at first I heard it and my first thought was like guys that's not cool like, what yeah there's only one doing? or two of them doing it yeah like what are you doing here and then by the end I'm googling for them I'm like her name's Clara <laughs> it's Mike Mussini's coming <laughs> everybody well, three two one Clara Clara, Clara. um and I got so into it I was loving it and the wives I was trying to make a TikTok out of it we might still put it out of like these wives reaction of like. You know, waving and you know, patting their husbands on the back, and then realizing, like, wait, are they chanting Clara? Yeah. Hi, and like waving and yeah, loved that. Well, loved I, that. the face of they've never seen that before. They've never, never. seen their name chanted. It's always been like small C, small exactly. C. Yeah. yeah. So that was crazy. I think two takeaways from that. One, at first I was like, this feels weird, but then when you, yeah, to your point, when more people got involved, I was like, oh, okay, it's actually not like this is just like they're chanting the name. It's not that weird. If anything, two, it was a little wholesome. Two, it was a little wholesome, but two, this is a little dangerous. And that's why with Google search and Wikipedia, you gotta watch out. I told you this, Joey, and you got these this big mm-hmm. eyes look. I was like, y'all gotta watch out because some of these guys are on second and third wives, <laughs> and you might be seeing the first wife's name <laughs> yeah. at the second wife's name. We uh, do Google image. Yeah, yeah, seriously. So, like, I think some of these guys... 
were some of these times they were chanting they were like Rachel Rachel and what was it it was um was it Hoffman's wife I think it was I think it was Trevor Hoffman's wife. There was somebody who gave a... Trevor Hoffman's wife looked back and was like, I'm not... That's not (laughs) who you think it is. And I was like, no! (laughs) You're chanting the ex-wife's name at the Uh, current one. They were trying. They were trying. The effort was there. I think they needed... The execution needed to be a little little smoother. Like, it was funny, though. They were like... They were squinting, you know, down the street to try to see who it was. Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken, I'm go, so go, 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 go. That was good. That was definitely entertaining. Yeah, but, that was fun. But, yeah, that will do it for uh, the Inside the Monster July road trip. Joey, that was a ton of fun. I thoroughly enjoyed what we were able to do and the, the stuff we were able to put together, the times we were able to have. Shout out to you guys for following along and, uh, you know, for saying what's up in New York and L.A. and I guess in New York again uh, in Cooperstown. And we hope to do more of these moving forward. I know Joey and I, the rest yeah. of the season, are, are focusing our... Uh, I don't even know what the word is. Uh, we're just going to be at Fenway. Our, our efforts. Yeah, we're just, it's Fenway. It's, it's a lot of Fenway. And specifically in the next 10 days, it's a lot of what is going to happen in the trade deadline. That's where we're at. That's yeah. where it's going to be. And get excited for all the rumors. And then Nightingale tweeting out fake rumors. And then, you know, Heyman tweeting out typos. It's all coming. It's all it's all around wait. the corner and passing with the all caps breaking. Soto wait. hates everyone in DC. Soto's so, not playing baseball. Soto anymore. quits baseball. So that's all coming. Um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. I, I really thoroughly enjoyed this, and I'm excited for more of these trips. And I'm excited that I got a new glove. You got a new glove. Got a new glove. We're gonna do a whole short on it. <laughs> on the glove. On the glove. Yeah. I wish you had told me sooner. Yeah, I know. You got to be excited Gosh, you gotta about it. Got to bring that but, up more. Until our uh, next show, I know you'll be hearing us from us on a uh, preview of this Red Sox Guardian series. But until then, for Joey Capone, I'm Steve Peralt. Please go, Sox kid. Inside the Monster is a production of Odyssey in partnership with the Boston Red Sox. The show is produced by me, Steve Peralt. Our executive producer is Lena Glazer, mixing and video editing by Joey Capone. Special thanks to the Red Sox and Major League Baseball for their contributions to the production of this podcast. Mm-hmm.